What it do, baby? What's up? What's up? We back again. You know, Jacob Bros, Quinlan Faith. What's up, Quinn? How you doing? I'm all right. I don't know if you noticed, but I got the little buzz cut today, baby. Yes, sir. Quinn feeling that air through the sideburn. Yes, sir. I had to. I had to. It went from about six inches, six inches long hair to about half an inch. Okay. Feels good, though. Yes, sir. Well, I mean, I got an afro low key when I comb out my hair, but it is what it is. Yes, but, sir. But who we got with us today, Quinn? Who we oh, got? we got Jack Began. If you guys don't know, he's the host of Rapper Rank, which was just just recently featured on Rap Caviar. Wait, wait. On our Instagram. Jack, you were on Rap Caviar? Kind of, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll see. I'm just happy we're, we're in person today. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's true. a fact. That's true. Yeah, that's cool, you know. Well, we'll get more into your little Rapper Rank, little podcast, and all that good stuff. But first, we have some serious news that happened yep. last week at Marquette. Quinn, you could start with this one. Um, all right, I'm gonna start with. Uh, there was a video that came out uh, probably about two weeks ago or so. Um, it was of this. I think he's a f- redshirt freshman lacrosse player. Um, he was like laying in bed with I think is his girlfriend. I I'm not gonna say their names, but um, anyways, they came out with this video. They posted it on their Snapchat about. Like, they were just talking, laying in bed, and then they just started dropping the N-word. I think the guy said it a couple times, the girl said it a couple times. And it w- what was really struck me about it is, like, they didn't seem to be saying it for any, like, purpose. It seems, I don't know if you, you guys saw the zero video. Zero context. No, yeah. it, like, they were just, like, saying it. And I'm like, I think she was talking about wearing a mask or something. Yeah. And then they just started saying the N-word. And I'm like, did I miss, like, like why? Anyways, it whatever the context is doesn't make it right. It doesn't. It was a horrible thing to see, and I'm disappointed that it happened on our campus because we've had so many instances. I think there was, um, what was it, last year or two years ago? I think it was a thing you got inter- interviewed for about <clears throat> that guy. I think he had, like, some – it was, like, a doll or something. Like a oh, that was, that was freshman year. Freshman year? Um, what was that? There was, so my freshman year, so, like, then, then near four years ago, there was, like, a bunch of white kids in, like, a bathroom, and he had, like, a toy gun to this black doll. That's right. And, you know, the boy was on the news preaching the good the good word, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was kind of sad. And then we had Lovell's son had yeah. some racist and yep. homophobic yep. comments on social media, stuff like that. Low-key, Marquette's had, you know, I saw a post the other day, and it was, like, four or five things since I've been here. Uh, it's, like, one a year. a lot. Yeah. Um, but, but those are the ones like we actually see. Yeah. You know, talking about those those two people that, you know, put that stuff on their social media. It's like, okay, yeah, that's stupid. But you know, they're not the only ones. For sure. They're not the only ones. I did it. think Marquette I think Marquette kicked the guy off the team, mm-hmm. the lacrosse team, but I don't know if they got expelled, suspended. I don't know really how that works. Yeah. I didn't hear um, too much about it. But, you know, your boys from California and UCLA had another situation like this. Uh so there was a text message from this guy on the UCLA track team and pretty much I'm not going to read it because it was kind of mean he was talking to his now ex-girlfriend and he dropped the n-word with the hard r a lot because I think um somebody that was black took his girl and you know he was a little salty about it pretty much that's your response and then that got posted all over twitter and yeah he got kicked off the team wow so you know he lost his girl and he got kicked off the team and I saw a lot of people on twitter saying Whoever f so and so's girl, like, good job. Man. It was. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny, but you know, yeah, they kicked it up. They blew up dude. on Twitter. Yeah, they blew up on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was even thinking there was that one lacrosse uh, women's lacrosse player last year too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the other one. And the she was recruit. Com- yeah, the recruit that was coming to Marquette. Um, and they were like, I think she, 
she said like George Floyd deserved to have his next yeah, step she said on or something like stuff. that. And she got her scholarship revoked. And I just wonder like how many times are these people going to go through and think like they can say and do these things and then nothing's going to happen. It, it just like, it, it blows my mind like how clueless these people are. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. on top of the fact that they're racist as hell, but like at least it, like, if they're gonna do it, like be aware. Like you're right. putting it on Snapchat. Like obviously everybody in the world People is gonna will see, see this that. at some point. People will see or like that. a text message. Yeah. It's yeah. it's just it's just the culture we live in. Technology has be has allowed everything to become so trans everything's become so transparent. Even like a text message you, you might send, everything you look up on the internet, things get exposed. Yeah, but, I mean, you see that all the time with like pro athletes that have old tweets back in the day that were like a little racist and it comes mm-hmm. back and you know does a little damage to their reputation. Yeah. So it's just right. like, yeah. I don't know. Everything's in the open now. You can't really right. get by anything. Um, I have a question for you guys, though. Do you guys think that Marquette as a whole, I mean, they've we've seen kind of their responses to, like, kicking people off the team, and uh, they haven't really been public about what happens if these if people do these kind of things. I think Level Sun transferred schools or something, but um, do you think the school as a whole is doing enough to foster um, an anti-racist culture? To put it bluntly, no. Um, I just think, like, if we're going to be completely honest, Marquette just kind of hides behind their religion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we preach be the difference. And obviously just over and over and over again, that's not the case. And, like, shit just keeps happening. And, you know, it, it's, it's sad that, you know, we live in a city that, is arguably the most segregated in the in the country, mm-hmm. and we're kind of this little white bubble, bubble really, to put bubble. it. And so many of these kids come from places where they're already living in a bubble already. And uh, no, nah, it's just, like it's 2021. Like, come on, people. Like, let's let's get it together. Yeah, I feel like we say that type of thing every year. It's 2021. Yeah, it's right now it's, that's it's the 2019. Thing. <laughs> that's the thing. Like we say the yeah. name of the year yeah. every time yeah. because we expect it to change, and you know nothing really does. It's just kind of the same thing over and over again. That's facts. And then on top of that, you know, we just got COVID every day, and it's like, <laughs> like me and Quinn, are like we're gonna be a handful of people that have their senior year of college, COVID year, like a whole COVID year of college. Yeah. Like our senior year is gonna be fully COVID, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know. We're gonna be thirty years later, be like, yeah, you know, we're the hand the handful of people that went to school and it was just full of COVID. Yeah, it's like I don't know, stuff's crazy these days, man. Uh, not the same. My perspective is, there's a difference between being an equal, an equal campus, like treating everybody the same way, and then there's a difference between being anti-racist. Because it's yeah. one thing to be like, I don't know that many people nowadays that will go up to a person of color and just like openly just treat them like less of a human or less than what they are if they're right. if they're white but i think like yeah we're we're past that like jim crow all that like back in those days but there's a difference now between just acknowledging that everybody's on the same wavelength versus being anti-racist and being actively aware that people of color are treated worse in this in the country and that you know when you see somebody like this that comes out and posts a video um or do like these these heinous acts like you have to understand that there needs to be an appropriate response and you right. need to like create a culture where these things just don't happen. And I understand people are going to do what they want and, and everything like that. But at the end of the day, I think the school has every intention 
to be like to be a campus where you know it's it's very diverse in thought and um, student demographics, but it's not. No, it's really not. And I know I I talked to Brianna Flowers. She's the president of the Black Student Council. About this I was a just lot. about to bring them up. They do some awesome stuff. They do some fantastic things. I talked to her. I have another podcast. We've mentioned it on here. It's called Levels of Change. But I talked to her just about the work that they did over the summer and in the early months of last semester, working with the university to implement change and to implement real change. Because obviously, I mean, 2020 was horrible for like for police brutality, George Floyd, um, obviously Breonna Taylor, um, and even right here in Kenosha too. But like, you see these things happen. And um, at the end of the day, like we need to do something that it doesn't, where these things don't happen. I'm sorry, those people just like, <laughs> you're threw you're me good. off I, my I, I, What happened? These people just like came by the window and just they were waving. And I was just like, I just lost my train of thought. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. But <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So Rihanna Flowers, she talked, I talked to her about like the things the Black Student Council did and they're doing some awesome stuff. And I think when you have like these organizations on campus that continuously check the president level and the administration, I think at the end of the day, if you can have those kind of two groups work together to create a culture around the whole campus where people just kind of have this idea that we need to be anti-racist people, I think that's the kind of what the direction we need to go in. Yeah, just another problem that I have with just the administration in general is, you know, Black Student Council is doing such great things and they have been doing it for the last, you know, at least 12 months they've been really pushing their agendas in the right places mm-hmm. and I would love to see Marquette like actually lift them up I, I never see yeah. I never see anything in the newsletters you know they're never like Marquette level never really talking about it like um like they were the ones that broke the the snapchat story last mm-hmm. week yeah and you know you you never would have known if you weren't on Instagram right um so yeah I just think Marquette needs to do better be better yeah, Marquette has a lot of problems, and to add to that, unfortunately, uh, last Thursday, a fellow student of ours uh, passed away unexpectedly. His name was, I don't want to butcher his name, I feel bad, but his name was Avijit Hira, I believe that's how you say it. Um, he's from Bangladesh, and he was a, a student of the engineering, and yeah, he passed away. I don't want to speculate how he's passed away, but we've heard a lot of you know, different ways of how it happened, but I'm not trying to say the wrong thing live. But yeah, you know, it's kind of a tough thing. Pray for his family. And it's a tough week. All his it was a tough him. week for the school. Yeah, that, all this was in the same week, the little racism video when passed, this uh, young guy passed away. It's been tough. Yeah. Just one thing that before we get into some more fun stuff here. Um, to me, like what you were talking about, Jack, with the Black Student Council, and it sucks that it is like this, but I feel like, and I think, I've, Jay, I've talked to you about it about this as well, um, that whenever the topic of race comes in, like whether that's a video that comes out or a police shooting, we always continuously look towards like people like the Black Student Council to just be a voice for everybody. When at the end of the day, it takes everybody. Right, right, it, right. It, we can't like the university, like how you were saying that they broke the story about um, about the video that came out. That should come from the school right, right away. Right. The Black Student. I mean, yeah, the Black Student Council is like. A voice, up but to date. Student, yeah, but the school should have been right behind them. Right. It, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't have to be like the Black Student Council is the voice and they represent everything that everything that's um, about race. Like it, it needs to be everybody. It can't just be them. Yeah. 
It can't just be people of color, but that's my opinion on it. But yeah, you know. I ain't got a smooth transition here. Oh, you just interrupted mine. Not I'm lie. sorry. Now I low-key lost track, but it's okay, <laughs> you know. But yeah, you know, uh, tough, 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 tough stuff going on in Marquette this past couple of weeks. But something good out of Marquette we have uh, is my go. man Jack Vegan. He's got his little podcast, you know, he's got his Instagram. Rap, Cavi- Rap Caviar just shouted him out. So what's up, Mr. Rapper Rank? You want to tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, I mean, I had these two guys on a couple months ago. Uh, my podcast has been slacking a little bit. I, I didn't bring any of my stuff Ooh. here. I know, I know. I need to get on this calendar behind our window here and yep. get get it back rolling. Um, but no, like, what, you want me to, like, explain it? Like, get yeah, into it? Yeah, give us a little yeah. spiel. Give us the whole spiel. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't give you the whole spiel. <laughs> So basically, I don't know. I've always loved hip hop. My dad worked at a record store in college, and every time he went and worked, he was allowed to take one CD. I mean, this was back in the 90s. Oh, that's um, yeah, so everything was free. <laughs> so I have uh, in my basement literally like 10 just massive boxes of old CDs. That's awesome. Um, and, you know, I've always loved music. He was always putting me on to stuff. He was. It's funny. He was first to like Taylor Swift when she was coming out. Uh-huh. Um, his the first CD he ever gave me was uh, Hove's Blueprint Three, which looking back on it, like not the greatest record to start me off with. But <laughs> who cares? Um, yeah, that's what got me into all of yeah, it. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, I'm going through uh, those CDs and like I've always kind of been on the creative side, and you know I I, I want to get into podcasting, get into all that, mm-hmm. and I was like. Like, let's do something. Like, I've got all of this, all these years of listening, and, like, I read lyrics, um, and I'm reading, like, everything that in music journalism, what people are talking about, and I feel like I have a pretty decent knowledge There's of some good stuff. People don't really, like, music journalism is a real no, thing. No, it's, it's a great thing. Um, and it's sad because, you know, as the years go by, you know, journalism's kind of fallen into a different stratosphere, and writing's kind of being pushed out. But there's a yeah. lot of smart people writing about music. Mm-hmm. Even the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel even has a guy. Yeah, Piet, yeah. Piet um, Levy. He's like the full-time music journalist that they have. Right. I know someone better, and he's in this room. My boy, Quinley <laughs> Faith, baby. Yes, sir. And yeah, hey, where's that been? I've, I've been waiting on those newsletters. Yeah, I'm trying. Uh, um, but anyway, so I love sports, too. And I took – it's pretty obvious, but I took, like, the college basketball and football top 25 format. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's really no hierarchy – in rap you know everybody yeah. kind of claims they're the best but no one really can be like hey kendrick lamar is better than j cole or vice versa, whatever sure, you want to say sure. so obviously music's objective and you know my opinion isn't going to trump everybody else's but i kind of want to just cr- start a dialogue of what good music really means mm-hmm. and big picture how people's careers play out and sure. what we should look back at on that. Yeah. So I took the top 25. I took like, it was the summer going into sophomore year and I literally went through 30 artists' whole discography. Oh my gosh. I have like this big Excel uh, thing on a computer back home. But Your Spotify missed were probably crazy. Oh, it was wild, wild. <laughs> um, and I just went to work and like just started teaching myself things, um, like the technicalities of how people rap lyrically, um, how they play with their words and stuff. And 
nah, it's just been really fun. And now I got the Instagram page and the Twitter. And You're, I will say the thing that probably stands out to me the most, like of people that there's not that many people that do what you do. Um, but what stands out to you is like you have such a big presence on social media. Thank you. And you post so many graphics and like you keep, I, I feel like, I don't go a single day without clicking on one of your Instagram stories or something like that. I appreciate Instagram stories. And it's like just keeping people engaged, people, that conversation flowing. That's, I think that's what I've been most impressed with. Just with like, it, you're always thinking about it. Which is Thank good. you. It's yeah. And good. I'm just trying to like, I'm never, I'm never trying to like bash anybody either. I'm trying oh, to yeah. celebrate this genre. That's now the biggest genre in the world. Um, and it's really the most important. It, it speaks on politics the most um it's raw there's emotion like mental health issues that people are really getting into sure. and no nah, it's just all about building people up and yeah i, I just love i love doing it that's cool that's cool i think like for me too what you do is different than like what billboard does or somebody because it's like good music versus most popular music. exactly that's what i was trying to get to and i think like well. i don't know even um like how you had like the albums of the year or whatever that you did at the end of 2020 like some of those albums like weren't talked about at all right i'll be honest i didn't really like hear about them that much. <laughs> right right um, which is what's crazy and that took a lot of a lot of digging and a lot of learning to yeah. kind of figuring out some of these underground guys that really are as good or if not better than majority of mainstream music mm -hmm. right now yeah um, even like like the alchemist that album like right. i didn't really like listen to that i'm like yeah i knew it came out or whatever maybe like i heard it like here and there but after i think you posted i listened to the whole thing like wow this is good right well, is really uh good. was it boldy james or yeah. freddie gibbs freddie gibbs okay freddie gibbs. alfredo yeah, yeah alfredo. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he yeah. he's he's really like the best pure rapper right now is that yeah. your favorite and rapper i wouldn't say he's my favorite um i'll be a drake stand forever um, okay. In my heart, <laughs> even though this guy doesn't like views, <laughs> oh, we got we got to get into that too because that's a whole other topic. <laughs> but um, no, Freddie, like, I'm I'm gonna be honest. He's been he's been around for at least a decade and a half, and yeah. uh, I mean he's almost forty, and he's just hitting his stride as you know people are really taking a look at what he's what mm -hmm. he's done and what he's accomplished. Yeah. Um, but like mainstream rap doesn't talk about it. No, though. not at so all. Not at all. So I I love to build him up and i'm not the only one i mean people sure. people yeah. love him he's got a great fan base but uh yeah just guys like that make me love what i do even more yeah thank you it's cool bro so yeah. everybody listening right now need you to take out your phone go follow <laughs> rapper rank on all socials like i don't know what you guys are doing if you haven't done it yet but you put you on some good music yeah also if you guys haven't followed us you know kick rock but, <laughs> you know. at this point yeah Come exactly on. but you know uh we had some new music last night. It did. It did. Little B Tiller, little deluxe album. Oh boy, he finally dropped. He finally dropped that deluxe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a fan. I was a fan. Quinn, Quinn, how do you, how how do you feel about it? All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna break this down like song by song. So there's five right. songs that came out yesterday. It was uh, "Still Yours" with Big Sean, "Timeless Interlude Part 2, "Losing Focus," seven o'clock, and "Like Clockwork." Mm -hmm. Um, the one with Big Sean is kind of garbage, in my opinion. Not a fan. Not a fan of that at all. I saw that you like they collabed on that song. I'm like, oh, this could be kind of good. All right, all right. Would you say it was more that you your you, like your hopes were so high and it wasn't as great as it should have been? Is that why you don't like it, or you actually just don't like the song? Uh, I probably don't. I don't really like the song. Okay, but I think it's a it's a, it's a balance between those two. All right. Um, 
Timeless interlude, I feel like that was kind of just more him just getting stuff off his chest. Yeah, that was sad, bro. If you listen yeah. to the lyrics, he was simping, boy. He was he was upset. Yeah, so I think that was him just like, he was talking about how his love is forever and timeless and how yeah. like, he'll always. I felt always, bad he, for bro. He's like, want to keep it real and everything. And I'm just, it, I'll let him have that. <laughs> I'll let him have that minute 59. Go do your thing. I yeah. get it. I get it. Um, but I really was a fan of Losing Focus. Seven o'clock and like clockwork. I think Facts. I think like clockwork is probably my favorite. Facts. Uh, I haven't looked at the music video, but apparently he dropped a music video with for that. Yeah, I saw it. I didn't I didn't watch it yet, but I saw it when I was on YouTube earlier. But I'm gonna check it out after this. Yeah, it was good though. I was I was I was happy with it. It kind of made up for, I think what many people might say was a disappointing album or a follow up to what Trap Soul was. Um, but I, it was good. What'd you think about it, Jack? I've got a theory on this that. I mean, I know you guys don't like my views take, but <laughs> so this one probably isn't going to be too popular either. Um, I think he kind of got too far back into the trap soul sound and didn't really divert from sure. it. Sure. Um, and that's why, like you said, it was it was a little disappointing. I thought there were moments um, like inhale um, and I forget a couple other ones, but where he's kind of changing his sound a little bit. And I like when he's switching up beats and stuff. But mm-hmm. I thought on this deluxe version, it was kind of more of the same. Like, and you could you can like, you know, Bryson's sound mm-hmm. and, you know, people get comfortable in people's sounds. Um, but I feel like he's like such a big name that I was really wanting him to kind of spread his wings a little bit and try some new stuff. It was It was fine. And yeah. I, I love Bryson, but hopefully uh, with the whole anniversary thing, I think he wanted to stick to some Trap Soul stuff, and yeah. hopefully this next project is uh, a little different. Yeah. So. yeah. I mean, I thought they were bangers. I like <laughs> I like the album a lot. I'm not going to lie. I know a lot of people that are big Bryson fans weren't the biggest fans, but... J-Rose, you love uh, Out of Time? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. I'm an Out of Time type of guy. How many years go by type of guy, yeah. too? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Always Forever was good. I don't know. I, I really like Sorrows when it came out, too, mm. and Next to You. But, you know, you know, I like songs I can really sing, you know, because <laughs> yeah. I listen to music in the shower 24-7, like whenever I shower, and I be singing. Oh, man, I sound like Bryson in the shower, to be honest with you. <laughs> and You'll know. always be playing that, uh, ver- ver- yeah, Verify, Yo, that one song. Yes, sir, I can actually listen to it now. It's, it's good, you know. Have but. you heard his SoundCloud stuff? His uh, yes. Drake covers that. That's yeah. his. That's yes. his best shit he's yeah. ever. Oh Quinn, my god! Quinn loves that. Oh man! Oh my god! Girls his, love Beyonce. Girls yeah. Love, yeah, and then I think he jaded. has a jaded, jaded. Yeah. finesse. Fin- yeah. I was about to say finesse. Yeah, finesse is finesse slowed. Oh if my you haven't gosh. hit that wave, Ooh. I know he even has some other ones like, um, that, well, I think that he released them. On like the, he came out with the deluxe trap soul. And yeah, had like a just couple, another interlude. Just yeah, that was yeah, fire yeah. on SoundCloud for Self, a while. Self-righteous, yeah. self-righteous yeah. On there too. But I'm man, Tiller's like he's my boy. He's, <laughs> he's been my guy for a while. Um, yeah. Who do you guys think is the king of R&B right now? Like I, because I think Tiller like thinks he is, and then um, what's his name? Jacquees. Jacquees. That was his like the name of his album. It was King of R&B. Who do you guys, if you guys real quick oh wait before you we get into the rest of the music? Who do you guys think is that? I think it's it's rotating. There's not one guy that like stands out. I think you could argue like at least like eight to ten guys. Mm. Um, and like, what do you look at as 
the weekend as you know like sure. is, is he yeah, r&b is he his true. own little he's like pop yeah he's like his own subgenre. um and then you got these new guys too i mean Giveon, um lucky day mm-hmm. uh kind of these younger dudes that yeah are coming sure. up chris yeah. brown <laughs> Yeah, always got always got to mention CB. Always got to. And even like Drake. Like Drake's in there yeah, too somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. He's got enough cuts. Sure. I mean, Quinn, you already know who I'm going to say. Yeah, I know what you're about to say. My boy Brent Fires. Oh, my. I can't believe I forgot about him. Yeah, he's, Jesus. He's my favorite <laughs> artist right now. He's different. I'd, I'd give it to him, obviously, but I'm biased. Um, I do like Jacquees, though. Yeah. I really do like Jacquees. He dropped that uh, little album on SoundCloud. I kind of want him to put it on. You know, Spotify and Apple Music because he has, like, two songs I really like. Yeah. But, like Jack said, I don't think there's just one person, you know, objectively. I don't think there's just one person that's at the top right now. There's just a bunch of, you know, younger guys that are coming up. And, you know, you got a handful of people that are, you know, really good. I think one guy that I'm going to mention real quick, Ty Dalla Sign. Of R&B? R&B, man. You think so? He, I don't think he's like the king, but I think he should be in that conversation. I've, he doesn't have like a whole lot of his own music, but man, this dude is always in. I mean, I he, guess he's like always on features making music. Yeah, when he's a yeah. feature, he does like he is like singing. He's not really rapping. He's consistent. He, like, oh, yeah. He's like he's always always doing it. And yeah, I like that one. He was on my top five artists last last year for some reason, but you know, <laughs> he like, made it. Like five. he's like he's committed to it. Like, he's committed to this. To the music scene, which I appreciate. Yeah. I do listen all, to all songs that he's featured on, though. Yeah. So I can't believe we forgot about him too. But you have to mention Frank. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. he's just been MIA, you know. Been MIA yeah. for a little while. Did you see he was hanging out with Tyler the Creator the other day? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did. A little banger they might drop or something else. Sheesh. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about Frank Ocean recommitting to some music. One guy I think we can all collectively agree we want to recommit to music is. The man who just got released from prison, Bobby Shmurda. Oh, that transition went crazy. That was good. I'm not going to lie. I thought you were going to say Kendrick. <laughs> yeah, me, me too. Me too. Well, I hope Kendrick, but I yeah. hope he does too. Some new, some new Bobby. Bobby got out, what, Tuesday? Yeah. Say what you were t- say to the people you were telling me before, or before the show about when he went to the club. Oh, yeah. So Bobby went to the club. You know, he got offered a little drink by a little shorty, and, you know, he didn't take it. Respect. <laughs> he, he didn't take the drink. <laughs> thought it was kind of funny. There's some memes about it. Yeah. But, I mean, he's been incarcerated for s- seven and a half years. You know, it's like, I don't know. I'm not trying to – am I trying to get drunk as soon as I get out? I mean, I'm just trying to live my life a little, you know. But, yeah. I don't know. It's cool Bobby Schmurner's out because they said he was going to get out at the end of the year, last year, and then they pushed it back a whole nother year. Mm-hmm. But, you know, let him out Black History Month, you know. True. What's a better ending? True. <laughs> Very true. So. Very true. I thought that was kind of cool. But, yeah, you know, Bobby's out. I don't know what it's going to be like if he tries to make music. Because you remember how he was on 6 9 song and he, like, made the song over the phone? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was kind of like, uh. That's really hit or miss. Yeah, I wasn't really sure about that one. But, I don't know. He has, like, two bangers out. He hasn't, he hasn't made that much music. It's been seven years since he's put something <clears throat> out. Exactly. You know, but maybe you'll have another hit or you'll be a. A little Sheck West one hit wonder. Yeah. I was telling you guys this before, but I mean he had to have been at least writing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Inside. Yeah, there's yeah. no way he goes. Well, seven yeah, what's years what's he been doing? It. Right. <laughs> yeah, for seven he's years. Got to. Yeah. That'd be really funny if he came out, you know, like you said, J Rose, like he's not drinking anymore. If, if he just takes a 
totally different path and he's like a family man now yeah. <laughs> i mean he could I'll be prop to him if yeah i like it would make sense you know like you go away for seven and a half years you know everybody's gonna be happier out for like the first you know month but after that you know it's like what are you actually gonna do with your life now mm-hmm. i mean obviously he's got money because I, I saw the other day um bobby b word uh went like platinum or something and you know he's gonna have a bunch of money from that Mm-hmm. So you know, we'll see what he does after. Maybe you know, he starts a little family. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, he's what, like twenty six? Twenty? I don't know. He's not that old. No, not that old. Because he, he was young. Let me look it up. He was young when he dropped, uh, you know, his big hit. But you know, you know, we got a lot to see from the man. Let's see. He is. Yeah, he's twenty six. Okay. So he turns twenty seven later this year. Dang, he is young. I thought he was older for some reason. No, he, I mean he dropped. Which I'm calling when he was 19. Yeah, that's true. So Weird. that's wild. But yeah, I mean, talking about people that are making a comeback, you know, we got Bruno Mars true. and an Anderson Pack album. I haven't heard any Bruno Mars since Grenade, dang near. <laughs> not, not that long, but yeah, he has been a little MIA the past couple of years. And I used to like Bruno Mars. I mean, I still do. I'd listen to his old stuff. Yeah, I think I think like his music is pretty genreless. Like, he kind of reminds me of the weekend a little bit. Just like he touches on a lot of different genres. Yeah, like you know he'll be singing all in his fields, and then he'll be upbeat pop type, mm-hmm. a little R and B. So yeah, funk. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, you know I'm kind of I might be excited for that. Cause, I'm not know, like Anderson Pack. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he is so talented. He's just so jazzy. Yeah, he's, That's what I love about. He's a little jazzy. He just gets all, he has so many instruments in his music too. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. He's an ugly dude though. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> well, that's besides the point. <laughs> he's not that ugly, bro. Have you seen that Modelo commercial, bro? That does not do him justice, bro. <laughs> you know, he's wearing sunglasses. I can't really even uh, tell. Yeah, good. You need to keep the sunglasses <laughs> on. Maybe he's got his hat. A hat. You know who needs to wear a hat? Tory Lanez. Oh, oh my god. god. I was really just about to say that. <laughs> So you were talking about ugly. Yeah. <laughs> it was it brutal. Was, did, you saw that picture, Jack? Oh, yeah. So there was this meme about, you know how when you eat a Reese's <laughs> and you take it off and some of the chocolate gets stuck to the bottom? They yeah. said that's what his head looked like. <laughs> God, yeah. man, that's so funny. Tori, man. Um, I, I could go on for an hour about him. Yeah. I, I Like, he, he used to be, I mean, like six months ago, like, my guy. Yeah. And yeah. damn. I, 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 running that page, I, I can't. I, I can't say anything about him anymore. You know, I got to stand up for Meg and yeah. But that was a really weird situation. Yeah, I, well, I was gonna yeah. ask them. Do you like if an artist were to go do that? Do you does that you do take that into account when they yeah. come out with music? Hundred percent. Like their past life experience, like whatever. Hundred percent. I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but I felt like it was pretty black and white that oh he, yeah that he shot her yeah so. I, I can't. Oh, and then he dropped an album like a week after, which which was completely, like, if you if you want to talk about looking on to, looking into the mental health side of things, oh like the enabling and all of that crap that was going on with that. Um, I, I don't know why he put that out. And no. like you're asking, like, I can't just go and review that <laughs> right. and then promote it. So like, make sure y'all go check out yeah. that toy. Like, no chance. <laughs> Uh, that's just bad like marketing on his part like you go shoot Megan Thee Stallion and then you're gonna go drop an album a week later and expect people to just like support you and he was he was riding high like uh, on top of the world he had quarantine radio like people were finally actually yeah. taking his music seriously quarantine quarantine 
that was that was fun. I that was hilarious. Liked. It was awesome, and yeah, like yeah. people were loving the personality side of things, and he was probably making a bag, and that is all out the window. And now, like he's just kind of a loser at this point. Like yeah, he was having I mean, girls come up come up on his mm. little live shaking booty <laughs> and whatnot. I was like, okay, he, he did a little collab with Tiller. And yeah, I was like, this is all right. I can mess with this. It's kind of lit. Quarantine, quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah, that was funny. But all right, well, I think in, in other some other music news yesterday, uh, we had Post Malone came out with a song about like it was weird because like the song wasn't about Pokemon, but you know how like in the title sometimes it'll say like have like a little dash and then say like it's like attributed to something, whether that's like I don't know a movie or a soundtrack or something. But this one was like it's called Only Wanna Be With You. You know, it's it's a cover. It's an old song. It's oh, it a, is? a super famous song. Yeah, and people are pissed that he... Uh, oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. I didn't really look that too much into it, but I just saw it like... And then there's like Pokemon 25 version in the right. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, so you know how I texted you early and I was like, the only thing I see trending is K-pop and Pokemon? Yeah. So like, I was, I don't know about you guys, but I love Pokemon. Like back in the day, you know, Dude. I was just... Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll pass. I'll, I'll pass. Okay. What? You're crazy. But anyway, yeah, no. this this Pokemon 25 is like... You know, it's re- it's it's different. Like they're changing the whole thing. It's like you're like in the world now. You know how you see like a bird's eye view of you. Okay. It's not that anymore. It's like right in front of you. Like Pokemon Go, where you like you it's walk Pokemon Go, but it's still on the, it's on the game, and it's not like you walk around. It's still like the same. It's like the maps or whatever, blah blah blah. But I don't know. I'm actually kind of excited for it. I almost might buy a Switch so I can play. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Maybe they'll put it on PS5, but yeah, I might have to buy a Switch. I wouldn't yeah. judge you. We were just playing Mario Kart this morning on the Switch. So. Yeah, uh, that's you know, it's that. tough. I've played on. It's tough to play on the Switch. Hey, oh my God, cramps your hands. Yeah, brutal. Yeah. yeah. Um, but JID released a song yesterday. Allo Black came out with two songs. Allo. Allo, I haven't heard his name in a while. Okay. Um, Need a dollar. Pop, Pop Smoke. There was a Pop Smoke song that came out as well. Yeah, it was okay. You know um, he's gonna be in that uh, new that movie. movie. Boogie. Yeah. Which one? Boogie. It's, it's gonna be a this, basketball movie. Yeah, oh, it is. I didn't about even hear this about little that. Uh, Asian guy in like Brooklyn, and Pop Smoke's like his rival, I guess. Oh, but I yeah, it looks pretty that. good. You know, like the start of the trailer. It's have mercy on, bro. It was kind of hype when I watched the trailer. When you oh, hear the little wait, I, okay, many yeah, men, yeah, many, yeah. I did, I did, I did hear that. Hear about that? Yeah. Yeah. How do you guys feel about the baby? I just want to know. I'm completely out. Yeah, I'll pass. No, no thanks. I saw he's charging like 300k for a feature. That's a and bribe or like theft. Lately, he's been saying some weird things in his songs. He also be punching people all the time. Yeah, he's he's a hot. I saw it too. He was like, "Why is why, it seems like the baby punches somebody every month?" Yeah. Uh, what he said about that JoJo Swiwa girl. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like just bro, randomly bro. going after. I was her, like, dude. "What, bro? She's like a little kid, isn't she?" And then in one of his songs, because he had a remix to Beatbox, you know, that song, everybody's doing that little dance or whatever. Yeah. He was talking about, like, oh, freaking piss in a cup and call it lemonade. I just thought it was really weird when I heard that lyric. I was just confused. I, I don't know what's wrong with the dude, you know? It's yeah. crazy how in a year and a half he went from, like, I really thought he he had the voice, you know, the flow to kind of get into that upper echelon. He was freshman and of the year. Yeah, and like Under the Sun comes out, style. and it's like that's one of the best things I've heard in a long time. And yeah. now, I, I, yeah, no thanks. I think uh, he's like trying too hard to get back to 
like his you know popularity baby on baby yeah yeah he has that he has the same sound to himself like last year he just fell off because 2019 was his year i believe right yeah. before mm-hmm. covid yeah, yeah. he yeah. was you know top of the charts blah 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 blah, blah but you know, he fell off harder than Chance, in my opinion. I think, I think he got too much in the TikTok trends, too. And just yeah, kind of too much involved in that world. Which isn't, like, necessarily his fault. But, like, some it's just some music gets picked up by TikTok, some doesn't. And I think his just did, and that wasn't good for him. Yeah. Or for me, like, I would say rap fans. It wasn't good for rap fans who, like, actually appreciated him before. Yeah, that's true. Um, did you hear YG and Big Sean's song? Mm-mm. No, I haven't listened to that It's yet. for uh, Coming to America, in mm-hmm. part two. And you know, it was solid. I'm a big YG fan. He had a little stage in his career where he, you know, kind of became weird, but he's back to normal now. Old YG was. Yeah, old YG was hits that. different. Oh my my, my crazy life. That yeah. that record is nuts. That's crazy. Back back in California, bro. YG's. He's the dude. Oh yeah, he's for real. That dude. Um, J Rose, do you know who Draco the Ruler is? Yeah. Um, okay. actually, one of my homies that I went to high school with has a f- song with Draco the Ruler. No way. Yeah, my homie's Lil Nine. He's actually not bad. Okay. He's like he's got like the L.A. rapper sound, but I think he's actually pretty good. He, I have a lot of homies that rap, but he's like like one of the, probably like top three of them. He's he's like one of my favorite dudes. I mean, he just got out of jail, but um, he 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 just got a Drake co-sign. Did you see that song? Yeah, he's that like came the out? first like oh what, yeah 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 I did I did yeah, like okay, what the yeah. first unsigned artist yeah, okay. to get a feature with Drake or something right. like that. That's he's crazy. for real. He you're talking about Bobby um, rapping through the phone. He mm-hmm. came out with a whole album about six months ago uh, in prison over the phone. No way. And then his producer took all those verses and just put them on beats. And it wild, really good. Yeah. He's like, I mean, yeah, Drake's gonna help him get a lot of publicity, but he was already good. Yeah, like he's big back home. I'm about to look him up. What's his name? He's been around. Draco the Ruler. It's like Drake with the O and then the Ruler. Yeah. But yeah, he's been around for a while. Like he was around in high school. Everybody loved him when I was back in high school. Hey, yeah, I know who he is. So it was just kind of funny because you know how you see those uh like tweets and it was like it's like uh how i met so-and-so versus how you met so-and-so yeah mm-hmm. so it was like one of draco's old songs that i knew it was like how i met bob what i forget what song it was and then versus how you met him and it's the song i saw that tweet too. Yeah. yeah and i'm like yeah that's facts you know it happens with a lot of artists to right. be honest you know they have one song they get a you know and then they just blow up but it's kind of cool for him it's, it's a good song too it is I, that drake hook one of my favorites in a long time. Yeah. Really. That's really what I'm catchy. hoping for a certified I'm lover. I'm looking at his Me little, his uh, album that he released. Um, he has a song with Don Tolliver on there, too. Yeah, that one yeah. hit I haven't, I, haven't, well. I can listen to that. Really good. And somebody named Snapdog. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, <laughs> who the heck is this guy? <laughs> Maybe Snoop rebranded again? Yeah, or something. I don't know. Yeah, didn't he call himself Snoop Lion for a while? <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? I just checked the dude out, though. Yeah, drink of the rule. He's not bad. I need your I need your boy Kalan to drop something. He is uh his new his you know Kalan no. for real for real. Uh, he's another like rapper from my area. Um, but yeah, he's coming out. I think it's called Two for Real. His next one. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah his name's like Kalan, and then it's F R F R F R. Is he is he on Spotify? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. he's solid. I'll check. Um, he's got a song with Mozzie. Um, yeah, like Mozzie, Kalan, Drake the Ruler. They're all like. Like those are like those oh, LA rappers that are like from like same class. Yeah, like that type of y- area. YG actually did a remix of one of his songs. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I gotta check it's him out. It's called Right Right With It. Because I've heard Mozzie too. Yeah. Solid. I I know I'm from I'm East Coast biased, but 
West oh, Coast. Oh, I didn't even think about that. We yeah, no, East we're... Coast, West Coast, bias. <laughs> but yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um, well, speaking to the East and West Coast. We got the All-Star game. Let's go, boy. Let's go. Let's go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Three for three. Yes, yeah. sir. Transition game undefeated That's today. Oh, anyways. Um, yeah, All-Star rosters were released. Um, we had KD and Braun as the captains of um, their respective Eastern and Western conferences. Um, overall, Jack, fan, were you, do you think the rosters were good? Or was there anything you'd like want to change? I'm biased because uh, Chris got left off the East, which I thought was atrocious. And I was arguing with my buddies who like are even more diehard Bucks than me. I'm like, I'd rather have Chris on there than Giannis, to be honest. Like Chris, Chris is having close to a 40, 50, 90. He, he is. He has season. it right now. I, right, yeah. he has it right now. And he's, he's the only yeah. him and Paul George are the only players that are 50, no, 90, 50, 40, and like 15, five and five. I yeah, think. something uh, like that. Most underappreciated star in in basketball. So I had a real problem. I don't know with about that. that. I don't think he's the most underappreciated. I I think he's better than a lot of people give him credit for. I'll okay. give him that. Better, better than, than who? Um, that, that's an all star. I thought he should have made it over Vooch. I thought he should have made it over. Uh, I'm blanking. Get throw me some. Harden obviously should have made it over him. Simmons should have made it over him. Um, Tatum. Tatum. Jalen Brown. Jaylen, yeah, Jalen Brown. Sim- I think he should have made it over Ben Simmons. To be ben Simmons is having a great year. I don't know. Ben, yeah, Ben's been like the best defender in the league. Yeah. Uh, Chris is Chris is a good defender too. I, yeah. Like if you were gonna put, I think I think the roster is pretty good. But if I had to replace Chris with somebody, I would put, probably do Ben Simmons. I just think like. Yes, Vooch is putting up huge numbers, but he's literally the only player on that Magic team at yeah. this point. Is that how you feel about Trey Young too? Oh, Trey, because I'm, he's yeah. top ten assists and scoring. Talk to in me the when, league. Talk to me when Trey wins more than twenty five games. I mean, come on, like <laughs> Middleton's playing with the num- Middleton's playing with the past. I'm MVP. just saying, like Trey. Yeah, Trey's great, but what about Sabonis? I need to see it. Uh, he's dipped off a little bit. I thought it was either. He was having a great start to the year. I thought. It, it was either needed to be Sabonis or Vucevic. And I personally would have given the edge to Sabonis just because he's got a better team. And the Pacers are actually, like, looking pretty good this year. Yeah, they're the fourth seed. So. The East is a mess. Uh, From, like, four to 12, it's like a a two-and-a-half game swing. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, like, in the West, De'Aaron Fox is having a great year. But he's behind Steph, Dame. You know, even D book, it's kind of hard to make it. Yeah, that's wh- when you're Fox. Like he's not, even De- Demar Derozan's having a great year. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, Spurs are in the playoff picture. Right yeah. Now. They they're having. He's having a great year. And after they ranked him what 82 in the NBA earlier before the season started, I remember that we talked about that. Yeah. And I don't know. He's having a great year. He's just he plays for the Spurs, and nobody really cares about them anymore. Number no Tim Duncan, S- Tony Park. Since you brought up uh, De'Aaron, uh, I've got a quick King story for you guys. But uh, you both know Tyrese Halliburton, right? Oh yeah. yeah. I grew up playing against him for like. Oh, for real? Like fourth grade to eighth, yeah. <laughs> and I like knew his dad. His dad was our ref all the time. Yeah. Um, and he, I mean, he was still as skinny as he is now back yeah, then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'll always remember we had this three-on-three league. It was an outdoor league, and. He shows up with his brother and one of his other buddies. And my, my high school wasn't great anyways. But um, 
they beat us 21 nothing. <laughs> he just oh came out God. and just wiped us. And I'm like, oh, my Lord. <laughs> yeah, he's kid. been playing really well this he's year. He's awesome. Yeah. yeah. yeah Good is. dude, too. Yeah. He's, like, top three rookies this year. But, you know, we'll see what happens with the – I think LaMelo's running away with it, though. Yeah, at this point. Yeah. But Jay, yeah. thoughts on all-star roster? I think it's solid. You know, I mean, obviously D Book made it now, but he should have been on it anyway. Agreed. Like Anthony Davis has had a horrible year. Yeah, yeah. Like, I see a lot of people in the media talking about the Lakers need Anthony Davis. Like, yeah, obviously they need him, but I don't think you know he's had a horrible year. When Anthony Davis is playing, LeBron's still carrying the team. Yeah, I mean, AD's average twenty-two and eight. Yeah, that's that's down for him, and he's you know he's not he's been getting cooked defensively this year. You know he's. I think he should have won Defensive Player of the Year last year, but you know I'm obviously biased. But that's mm. besides the point. He's just not. He's not. He's not having it, you know. But we're still gonna win the finals. But yeah. other than that, I don't know. There's a lot of. I don't. I don't really think you can say people got snubbed if you don't say what that's, player they should yeah. make it over. Yeah. Like obviously, yeah. There's people that are deserving that didn't get it. Yeah, but, but there's like, also other people that are more yeah, deserving. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Because, you know, like, yeah, Fred Van Vliet's having a great year. They're about to trade Kyle Lowry because Fred Van Vliet's playing so well. Yeah, he is. Even, you know, a lot of people don't like Russell Westbrook, but he's, like, if you look at his numbers, they're still pretty good, except for probably his shooting percentage. Yeah. You know, because my boy be throwing up breaks. But <laughs> I love Russ. Um, yeah, Middleton, like you said, one of uh, one of only two players, you know, 50-40-90. He's hooping. Even Tobias Harris is having a yeah, career yeah. year. And they're first in the East. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, Jimmy Butler hasn't played, so that's why, you know, he's probably not going to get an all-star vote because he's been hurt. Mm. You know, Bam's having a great year. There's a lot of guys. It's kind of tough to make everybody an all-star. Right. Unless you – if you extend the teams too much, it's just, like, besides – it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys think that the league should even be hosting an all-star game? I know no. a lot of NBA players have come out and spoke about it. No. no. I feel like – I don't know how – what the money aspect goes into it if there's no fans. Yeah. Like, I don't know how they make money from the All-Star advertising. That's yeah. it. I mean, yeah, it's going to get a lot – I mean, obviously, yeah, I'm going to watch it. You know, it's entertaining. I love – I love mm-hmm. like, All-Star weekend last year was so good. Like, yeah. All-Star game was so fun to watch. But I feel like going into this one, they're not going to have the same type of energy playing. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, a lot of them don't want to be there. Like, LeBron already said he didn't – you know, he's going to be there physically, not me- but not mentally. Yeah. Jack, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I think it's dumb. I mean, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Um, but I I understand the money side of things, and they're going to lose. I was reading something that, you know, they could lose a crazy amount of money yeah. um, by just leaving that out. Um, but, like, yeah, like J. Rose said, I'm going to watch it, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And, I'm like, I, I, I eat this shit up that, you know, with the li- lists and the teams and stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I I agree with both of you. I don't think they should be they should be having it. But I think I saw Adam Silver came out. He was talking to the TNT guys about he was justifying why that they that they did. And it's a business like the league's a business, right? And like these like this is their job like for these players and stuff. Like so it's unfortunate, yeah. but yeah, still watch it. Of course, it's entertaining. It's fun, especially if they do that same format again with the uh, the charities. To yeah. make the game actually competitive. Yeah, they're wearing two and four again. I believe two and twenty-four again. I think. Okay. Or actually, no, they're doing something for Kobe. I don't know if it's two and twenty-four, but they yeah. are doing something for Kobe. I, I could be wrong. I got to figure it out. Yeah. But um, a little bit more about basketball. Do you guys think the Jazz are real contenders this year to win the finals? Yeah. Yes, to an extent. 
I mean, just with like everybody, you got to see it to believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's no joke that they've ripped off what like twenty two or twenty three. Like that's f- that's for real. Yeah. Um, and they've beat some really good teams. So I-, I think they're one of the only teams that has really kept their core together because the NBA is just a bunch of moving pieces, um, and that gives you somewhat of an advantage. You know, just keeping that same seven eight guy rotation. Everybody understands their role. They've also been one of those teams that hasn't really had any injuries. Right. They've, well. they've gotten lucky. Yeah, Conley was out a little bit. But, yeah. uh, you know, they got their star, uh, D. Mitch. And they got two all-stars. Right. They got the sixth man of the year. They got shooters everywhere and crazy ball movement. Jordan so. Clarkson is having that, that, that blows my mind. <laughs> yeah, that old, that old Lakers. I was about, yeah, the young that old Lakers, Lakers is hooping. No, I just need Kuz to start hooping like them. But Kuz has been playing well this year. I'm not going to lie. Kuz has been playing well. Yeah. But before we move on, after actually, Quinn, you, Jazz? Yeah. I think they're definitely championship contenders. I saw what Markeith Morris said, like, oh, bro, just wait for the playoffs or something like that. And I, there is some truth to that because, like, I mean, the Bucks are a good example. Queef need to shut up because he's terrible this year. Has he played at all? Like, yeah, he, play, he plays, but he's not having a good year. Okay. He's not yeah. playing like his brother because his brother's been hooping this year, Marcus. Yeah, so I mean, the playoffs are different. Obviously, they're a very different experience. So, but when I look at the the Jazz and their roster, like you were just saying, Jack, like they're balanced. They're a really balanced team. And when you have Rudy Gobert as your anchor at all, as um, one of the best defenders in the league, man, it's a, it's like you have that. You're surrounded by shooters. You've got Donovan Mitchell, who's a dog, and is just gonna put his life on the line to get you a win. Right. Um, and you have like good role players, like even Royce O'Neal's having a pretty good year. <laughs> Jordan, <laughs> Jordan Clarkson and Joe Ingles. Yes, sir. Like and Bogdan. He's yeah, back. Oh, and can you guys talk about Mark, Mike Conley too. Mike Conley's yeah. going crazy this he year. He was. Some people say he was an All Star snub. Yeah, he, he's number one in like six advanced stats out of the whole league. It's like crazy. I mean, you don't crazy. see it in the box score, but he's he's yeah. running the show. Which is he's kind of making up for last year because last year he wasn't. That was good, but right. Yeah. yeah. Um, today I was on Twitter and I saw um, some NBA like account say that an adult site offered James Harden in the Nets <laughs> d- a digital strip club <laughs> for All Star Weekend, <laughs> and some of the comments were hilarious. Oh my gosh, what the heck? But yeah, they they loved them. Some, James Harden must love him some strippers, you know. What low key, that? low key, he probably took it up or took it up on them. Yeah, to he probably reached out. Yeah, to him. hey. Oh, I remember even when he uh, they were talking about his free agency, he was gonna go to the Portland because that had the most strip clubs. Yeah, like that. that was funny. It's like, James, don't you can't be doing that. Yeah, uh, I got some breaking news. The Lakers signed Damian Jones. Woohoo! Woo! <laughs> Let's go! Now sign to Marcus. <laughs> Finals bound. You do you want Buggy? I mean, I take him. We need another big man. Yeah, because Marcus Hall is not it. I don't know how he ever won Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, the more I've watched them, the more I've just been like, yeah. You just I, I mean, I said it. I was like, yeah, can I – I want Dwight to stay, but, you know, it's all right. I would have rather kept JaVale. Yeah. You know, he, he, Mark just can't play D. Like, Jokic just slow-ass cooked him. But I know Jokic is a bucket, but still. Yeah. It is what it is, you know. He's on the wrong side of 30. He's just getting old. <laughs> yeah. Mm, you know, Powell's probably better than him now. <laughs> Powell's playing overseas. Yeah. That's cool. A little Barcelona. Yeah. Oh, did you? So I did say uh, last thing about basketball, except for what Zlatan said. But Kyle Lowry, where do you guys think he should go if they're gonna trade him? Like they said, the Sixers 
uh, the Clippers or the Heat. Those were the three teams. I think he fit well in the Clippers. With the Clippers? Yeah. I think, you know, you talk about, like, the team that they have right now. Like, Paul George. I mean, Kyle Lowry's a good defender. And Kawhi. I think they. I think he'd I think that'd make their program pretty good. I think they would probably be the clearly like I don't know about clearly the best team in the West as long as LeBron's there, but I think they'd be a lot better. Yeah. Anybody but Bobby Shmurda Jr. AKA <laughs> <laughs> Reggie Jackson. Um is Lowry like for real on the trading block? Yeah, I didn't yeah. really think that he was. He's for real. Dang. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I think the Clippers make the most sense. That's the kind of the one piece they're meeting, needing uh and I mean, you always want to look at what a team's closing five is going to be in the last three minutes. And sure. I mean, they still kind of toss it up between Pat and uh, Reggie Jackson. So I think Kyle fits that mold. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of people saying that the Sixers are the favorites to go there. He's the favorite to go to the Sixers. You know, he's from Philly. But I don't know how that would work. But, you know, I didn't know how the Nets were going to work. And that's obviously working pretty well. Um, like, I mean, I've said plenty of times in the show, I'm like, you know, these guys are NBA players. They'll figure it out how to play together in a system like diva drama or whatever. They'll figure it out as NBA players. But if he went to the Sixers, I don't know. You take Danny Green's bum self out of the starting lineup. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're kind of small at the one and Talk two. Talk about guys being on the wrong side of 30. Yeah. 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 They're, they're kind of small at the one Jeez, and two, but, Danny you know, Green. they're small at the one and two in uh, Toronto. But I don't know. I feel like. Either of those teams, any any three of those teams would be okay. The Clippers, nah, because, you know, the Flippers are bums. But, you know, we'll see what happens. I don't really know what they can trade to get from Kyle Lowry. Yeah, that's what I was also thinking. They don't really have. Yeah, like, what do they have to give them? I wouldn't give up Kyle Lowry for – they don't have any picks. No, and they – I mean, they gave Shamit to Brooklyn. Yeah. I was going to say that, but you know, he was kind of their last young piece. They yeah. Got, yeah, they don't really have much to give up for him. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Bobby Schmurda happens. Give up Bobby Schmurda. Pat yeah. Bev. Yeah. I don't know if he has much uh, trade value <laughs> anymore. Probably not. Yeah. Pat Bev's goof. Did you see that? Hold on. Okay, last thing again. Pat Bev used to average like almost a triple double in high yeah, school. Yeah, I did see what? that. He averaged like thirty, like six steals, like nine Bro, assists, and he eight was rebounds. Cold. No, he was cold in high school. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. He's in the NBA. Obviously, he was yeah. good in high school, but. His stats were just so funny. It was like crazy yeah. when I saw it. Yeah. You just don't even think about like a guy like that who doesn't score like at all, and then yeah. he's just a buck. I'm sh- it makes sense though. He's just cooking people back in high school. It's funny. Yeah. But yeah, uh, over a little bit of soccer, I guess. Uh, Zlatan, you know, I'm a Zlatan fan, but he said some boo boo the other day. He said that pretty much he's a fan of LeBron, but LeBron should stay out of politics. What you guys think? Well. This isn't the first time that somebody has told LeBron to stay out of politics. <laughs> Fox reporter Laura Ingraham said that, said, quote, unquote, shut up and dribble. Um, I'm going to use one of your catchphrases, Jay, and how I feel about Zlatan. He can kick, kick rocks. rocks he can kick rocks. Honestly, at the end of the day, man, like these guys, they have that platform. They they, they have a responsibility to, to speak out and, you know, talk about important issues because at the end of the day if they don't who else will like they have a, they have such a big voice right so i think i think it's definitely needed and yeah that's like kick rocks uh, yeah i'm with you and just like <laughs> I, I don't know like what this has to do with Zlatan at any point and like 
why is he saying this now? Yeah. Like, everybody's been on the LeBron, like, LeBron can kick rocks train for years now. Tell his, me about it. And it's like, dude, like, we, we've been there. We're past that. Like, who cares? Oh. Yeah, I mean, you can't really tell these athletes not to speak no. out on what's going on in their communities. They're human and, beings. Yeah, to people that look like them. You know, who then who talks about it, like right. you said? There's really... I mean, other than famous people, well, you know, what is someone like me going to do? Like, I don't I don't have a big impact on what the world does. You know, I still will, you know, do say what I got to say and on my podcast, YouTube or whatever I'm on. I'll say what I got to say. But at the end of the day, LeBron's reach compared to mine is outrageous. Very different. Yeah. So it makes it only, you know, it makes perfect sense why athletes, entertainers, you know, actors, actresses and why they speak out. It's you know, yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah. It's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, a little bit of golf news. We're a little bit behind this. Actually, no, we haven't had a show since then, so we're not really that past it. But um, Tiger Woods was involved in a car crash early, um, was it Tuesday morning? Yeah. Tuesday morning, I think it was. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he was driving down the hill, um, going a little too fast, and had his car roll over and was sent to the emergency room. Um, went under underwent um, some surgery and what was what did he have? He, he fractured he fractured both of his legs and shattered one of his ankles. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it's just. Uh, it's I mean, when I first saw the news, I had like super Kobe vibes. And I know. I, I'm like, thank God you are not dead. Yeah. I could not do another one of those. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I was I was tweaking, bro. Like I was in bed because I just saw the video of. Him and D Way golfing. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then really. like fifteen minutes after I see that Tiger Woods has been rushed to the hospital and they used the jaws of life to get him out. Mm-hmm. Like that's a big deal. The jaws of life, you know, they don't come out every day, you know. And I was like if you saw the car and you saw the front seat, oh it looked pretty it bad. Destroyed. Yeah. So yeah, obviously I'm glad that he's okay. And you know, like I could care less if he never plays again because as long as that dude's alive. Obviously, you know, I wanna see him play again, but you know, I take his life being alive than seeing him play in golf again. Do you think that he can recover and uh, be? I believe in Tiger. Yeah, he's been through so much in his life, injuries, everything. I mean, yeah, this is probably the most serious thing he's been through, but I think he'll be back. Will he win another major? I don't know, but I think he'll play golf yeah. again. Do you think At least make I hope a, so. A comeback, Jack. I think, I think we'll see him play again. But like Jay Rose said, I, just the wear and tear to win a major. So like he, he's already, yeah. I think he kind of put everything into that Masters a couple of years ago, and mm-hmm. it sucks. Because um, he, he's he's the GOAT. He's he's the best, and going to miss seeing him. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of waiting for him to come out with the – I don't think he's come out with the statement himself about, like, his condition. No, it was, like, the, the doctor that came out and said yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, or his, like, agent or something that came out and said something. But, um, yeah, I mean, hopefully he can recover and be back on that stage because, yeah, he's a big – a big influence, just like you were saying what Kobe was. Um, but, Jay. Yo. Trans, trans, we're switching over to sports a little bit. Um, we're – this is – and we're behind on talking about this, but it's an, an issue and a topic that needs to be talked about. For you personally, because it involves your NFL team, how do you feel that Carson Wentz is no longer an Eagle? You know, I like Carson Wentz a lot, and I feel like he's actually going to have a really good year. Even if he stayed with the Eagles, I thought he was going to have a good year. But, I mean, he's kind of put in the perfect situation. You saw what old-ass freaking 
Phillip Rivers could do with that offensive line. Oh, yeah. Plus with that defense, and, you know, he's got weapons. I think they'll probably draft another receiver. I mean, they have weapons. Mm-hmm. And they're looking, you know, I think he's going to be good. I feel like Wentz is going to be back, and he's going to he's they're going to be a championship contender, I think, the Colts are. Um, am I mad he left? Not really. You know, I've always been a black quarterback type of guy, so I really like Jalen Hurts. But, you know, the Eagles have more than just quarterback problems, if I'm going to be completely honest. <laughs> uh, we have a we have a lot to do in this offseason. Yeah. Couple, couple issues. You know, we already got rid of our two, two – we already got rid of two receivers. You know, we probably got to draft one. I don't really care who we get. You know, there's like five great receivers that are going to get drafted in the first round. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, we need – our offensive line's getting old, our defensive line's getting old. And our corners, you know, I'm mossing all of our corners myself, to be <laughs> honest. You know, so they need to start hooping. They need to be in the lab right now working. Jalen Mills out there. On actually. the ladder. They need to be, you know, I mean, I'll go help them, bro. If they need someone, you know, I'll, I'll push them. Like, <laughs> I just need to see I just need to see better results, you know, because yeah. we're in this garbage. I think the division is actually going to be much better next year, but. I think it will, too. I don't know. We need a lot. We need a lot. But I'm happy Wentz is where he wants to be, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I feel like he's gonna be good. What do you guys think? I'm excited for Hertz Mania. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Uh, he's the man, and it should be his team. Um, and I'm glad they got that distraction out of the way. I, I mean, they did come out and say that they're not set on who's gonna be the quarterback. <laughs> that's, that's so for why? some reason <laughs> I feel like because our front office is a bunch of clowns. Some reason I think we're gonna do some. We're gonna draft a quarterback in the first round. Some pa- like the Packers did. But like it's different though with the Packers. Because they yeah. Because they like Jalen Hurts just got drafted last year. Yeah, Packers have MVP. And the Packers, you know, like you know, like it or not, Aaron Rodgers is getting older. I mean, he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but he is getting older. But you know, Jalen Hurts is twenty four years, twenty three, twenty four years old. Yeah. And we're gonna draft, you know, maybe we might even draft Justin Fields. Like, no. I want Justin Fields to go somewhere else so we can start somewhere else. But, you know, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Yeah. Hand, hand him the keys. Yeah. Let him ride. Let yeah. him, give him the keys. You know, a little dreams and nightmare. Play before each game, and we'll we'll be good. Yeah. Because he he's such a big name, too. Yeah. Like, he has so much publicity around his name, and I think that'll be just be good for the whole program, honestly. I'm excited to see what he can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, since we're talking about the quarterbacks, we have one big quarterback that's, you know, been had a lot of talk, Deshaun Watson. He's arguably the best quarterback in the league, in my opinion. You could argue it. I know. I could argue that he is. I could mm-hmm. argue that Mahomes is. I could argue that uh, Rodgers is. But I don't know where you guys think he's going to go because he already told Texans, no, I'm not coming here. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I mean, the Texans, I think, have every intention of trying to keep him. But I just don't see a situation where that, um, where that actually works out. But I have a really sick feeling in my stomach that this man is going to be a Chicago Bear. I really just hope and I pray that I do not have to face this dude two times a year. As a Packers fan, I would be sick. I would be so sick because, honestly, the Bears are a guy like that away from being a real contender. Not yet. Not even close. (laughs) They have, like, I think they need to get their um, kind of wide receiver game in order um, and – See how like Tariq Cohen comes back, and um, cause I don't know how Montgomery really is uh, for their for their uh, run game. Um, but I think like you have a guy if they're able to keep um, Allen Robinson, and I think Darnell uh, Mooney is actually like gonna be 
a real star. He, I, and he's young and he's quick. He torched the Packers when when they played him. But you know they got some they got some good players. And they got a good defense, obviously. So I re, I I got that this would feeling. be that would be my worst nightmare. I got a, I got a feeling. A Rob and Mooney like. Allen Robinson has just been wasting away years with Trubisky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he's one of the most talented receivers in the league, and just sitting with that dude, we as Packers fans have the perfect setup. If Deshaun does not go to Chicago, we get oh, Mitch, we're chilling. We get Mitch two uh, two games a year. We get our new friend Jared Goff two uh, two games a year, and then we got Mr. Primetime Kirk Cousins uh, for two more. Just to lose in the <laughs> NFC Championship again. You like that. <laughs> But I, I do. Yeah, someone just told me that Bears have no offensive line, which is a fact. And yeah. I mean, if they're gonna get Watson, they're gonna give than, away better than what the Texans have, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're gonna have to give away their first round, few first rounds. You know, they gotta get O line as well. Yeah, that's true. I but mean, they can, they can draft somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, to end up the show, my boy Cam Newton. It's been in the news lately. You know, he's. I think he still can play. He's just been injured. I believe in Cam. Uh, that little kid was talking crazy for no reason. Yeah, you saw that video? Yeah, well, I don't know what that was. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but uh, what do you guys think uh, Cam Newton's going to end up if he ends up somewhere? I, I love Cam, too. Um, but <laughs> last year scared me a little bit. I mean, I think just his shoulder's gone. And um, if he – maybe if he is just injured and kind of rehabs and gets back on track, like, I'd love to see him get back to that Cam – uh, that we all know and love, but I don't, I don't know where he would go. Like, what's, yeah, I know. what's open that somebody would really love to have him? Like, I can't really see him, like a team being like, I want Cam right, 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 right now. I think he'll stay in, in uh, New England. He has some good things to say about Belichick, too. I don't really think that, because I watched a lot of Patriots games this year because I like Cam Newton. And, I mean, I don't know if it was, like, yeah, he didn't look great, obviously. But the Patriots also had, like, six or seven of their best players opt out last year. So it's not like he had a lot of help. You know, he's throwing to Rex Burkhead every (laughs) Zero receiver. (laughs) He didn't have anybody to throw to. You know, they had random-ass people that I've never heard of running routes for him. And, yeah, that's, you know, it's kind of hard when you have a bunch of no-name receivers running routes for you. Like, you know, you look at Brady, and, you know, he gets everything he wants going to the Bucs. You know, he gets – he gets to bring in Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette, and Rob Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. Like, anybody would be lucky to have those three guys on their team. Plus, he has Mike Evans, Godwin, LaShawn McCoy, uh, Ronald Jones. Like, he's got everybody. You look at, like, Cam Newton. You look at plenty, even Aaron Rodgers. Like, yeah. Give these, the same give these good quarterbacks some weapons, and, you know, maybe they can actually do something. Yeah. You know? Right. Like, I don't know. It's just – it's. It's tough to see Cam struggle like he has. But the Washington football team, even though they're in my division, I could see him going there. I think that would be kind of funny to play I Cam. See, I could see that. Yeah. Got an open spot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he could even go to Atlanta because Matt Ryan's a bum. But I don't know. Cam's kind of a bum to people too. But there are a lot of openings, but there has to be some trades made. I feel like the Patriots might – draft somebody i don't know i've heard a lot of things like getting jimmy garoppolo back and it's just 
Yeah, I, I kind of can't wait for the NFL offseason. Yeah, I was gonna say we have a big offseason ahead oh, of us. I feel like the NFL offseason is gonna be like a NBA offseason this year, with a lot of lot of movement. Because yeah. that's what it's like. The NFL is starting to like adopt some of the NBA's you know trading and free agency and all that type of stuff. So yeah. it could be pretty interesting. Yeah. Well, we just had somebody come in and give us the wrap it up single. So, Jay, want to close us out here? All right, man, you know, straight to the rose, take a rose, your boy, Jay Rose, whatever you want to call me, you feel me? But, yeah, this is going to end the show. I'd like to thank Jack and his uh, rapper Rank for being here. Yes, sir, yes, the fancy, sir. The fancy digs. Yes, sir. So, you know, you guys already know what to do. If you guys make it to the end of the, the at the end of this, you know, you know, Quinn, what do they do, bro? What do they do? They got to follow us. Yep. They got to subscribe to us. Yep. They got to whatever. Yeah, yeah, all that just, good stuff. All that good all stuff. All that good stuff, baby. But yeah, you know, that's going to conclude it for uh, episode 15 and That's How You Feel. You know, share with your grandma because she'll definitely love me. Uh, she might like Quinn. I don't know. But maybe, that's besides maybe. the point. Of course they do. You think so? Everybody loves me. Oh, yeah. Recently. <laughs> we were talking about earlier. <laughs> okay. But yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>